Hey folks, Lauren Shippen here with another audio drama recommendation for you. Today I want to talk about The Last City. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Friday, September 23rd, 2016, 5.45 a.m. It looks to be a cloudy but mild day. It has been a tiring week, but a productive one. Director Wadsworth has entrusted me with the weekend shift, which she hasn't done since, well, I plan on making the most of this opportunity. But first, a jog around the block while reviewing my audio notes, and then into the office I go. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, sir. Ah, Officer Decker, I wondered if I could have a word. Uh, sir? Would you come to my office later, say, around 11 a.m.? Get Daniels to cover your post? Y yes, sir. Very good. See you then. Good morning, Director. Good morning, Agent Green. Are you prepared to have the run of the place this weekend? Yes, Director. We have one new patient coming in today to start Tier 1, but that's all. Should be a quiet weekend. Well, let's hope so. I'm looking after my nephew this weekend, so I won't be able to check in on you. You won't need to, I promise. All right. I have to go check on Tier 5. We'll talk later, Green. Wonderful. What's up first today? Ah, yes. Follow up with Miss Barnes. <clears throat> Hello? Miss Barnes, it's Agent Green. Oh, hi. How are you today, Miss Barnes? I'm fine. How are you? I'm quite well, thank you for asking. As we've discussed, I'm calling to ensure that you have not used your ability to the detriment of other humans, and that no other civilians have witnessed the use of said ability. Yes, I know. We go through this every Friday. You don't have to say the whole spiel every time. It's just protocol. Wouldn't it just be easier if I called you if there were any problems? Isn't it a waste of your time to hear me say that everything is fine? Not at all, Miss Barnes. It's my job and my pleasure to make sure all atypicals are healthy and well. And discreet. Well, yes, that too. It is for your own safety. Trust me, I get that. I don't want anyone seeing me disappear either. Then we're agreed. It's for the best that you use your power privately. Yes, I guess we're agreed. You know, you're different than what I expected. Excuse me? Just these phone calls. Uh, you're not... You know, you're not as evil as I thought you would be. Evil? 
We merely want the best for you. I actually think I believe that coming from you. But that doesn't mean you and your organization haven't done terrible things. Miss Barnes, I understand you've received a skewed perspective of what we do here, but, but I think that if you just came in and met me and saw the facility- No, no way. I know what you do to time travelers there. I'm not sure I know what you mean. Don't play dumb, Agent Green. I know what happened to Camille. Camille was a volunteer. I'm sure she was. I can't be discussing other patients with you, Miss Barnes. I just need confirmation that you've continued to follow the modes of behavior for atypicals. Otherwise, we'll have a problem. No, no, I, I mean, yes, of course, of, of course I have. I'm not going to go rogue. You don't have to worry about me. Great. I'm glad to hear that, Miss Barnes. Are we going to do this forever? Do what? You or someone else from the AM calling to check in on me every single week. It's... It's suffocating. I'm very sorry to hear that, Miss Barnes. The check-ins will become less frequent as time goes on, as we get to know each other. You mean as you determine whether or not I'm a threat? We have to ensure the safety of our citizens. So you treat all of us like convicts? You act as our parole officers, making sure we don't misbehave? Miss Barnes, as a citizen of this country, you are expected to follow a certain set of rules, are you not? Yes, but... And it is understood that if you break those rules, there will be consequences. Yes. I never agreed to the AM set of rules. I understand that, but you didn't choose to be born in this country either. And yet, you live as a part of its society and therefore follow the laws. You are a part of atypical society. You are expected to behave in a way that upholds that order. But I haven't broken any atypical rules, and yet you still check on- Why do you say you haven't broken any rules? You facilitated the kidnapping of another atypical, which, which isn't just a violation of our laws, but of actual laws as well. I've never stepped foot near the AM. And last time I checked, kidnapping laws don't have anything to say about time travel. And so you think you're above them? Do you see what I mean, Miss Barnes? Atypicals cannot think of themselves as exceptions to human laws simply because they can do exceptional things. I don't think of myself as an exception. I... Anyway, I didn't kidnap anyone. I saved him from you. No, you removed an unwell man from his medical care and transported him through time without his explicit consent. That is against the rules. I had his consent. He wanted to get out of there. He was unconscious at the time. There's no way to verify that he agreed to interdimensional travel. This is unbelievable. You're accusing me of using my power against someone when I was just trying to help a man you held hostage against his will. Mark did not volunteer for you, so if there are consequences for breaking him out, you better believe there will be consequences for putting him in there in the first place. Miss Barnes, are you threatening a government agent? Oh, please, you're not a real division of the government. They don't acknowledge you. One data dump and you'd be destroyed. The public would condemn you and your precious government wouldn't back you up. Miss Barnes, I would advise you against making mi threats <clears throat> or following through on them. Miss Barnes, if you have plans to hack us, which would put thousands of lives Don't in danger. Don't worry, Agent Green. You're safe. Your job is safe, at least for me. And why is that? I know how it works. Another organization would take your place. And you know what they say, the devil you know. I'm sorry that you've gotten such an ugly impression of us, Miss Barnes. It would seem entrusting atypicals to Dr. Bright's care was in no one's best interest. Don't think you're better than her just because you've got government funding and a shiny badge. It doesn't justify anything. But breaking into a secure server so you can find out more about atypical biology, that's justifiable? You are not as good a hacker as you think you are, Miss Barnes. I have a right to know. I don't disagree. I've long been an advocate of, 
a more general education program. We have personalized lessons for each atypical that partakes in our programs, but there isn't a WebMD for atypicals. I think a database like that would be, would be very useful. So we're on the same page. No, not exactly. Trying to get information by looking into someone's personal files is not the answer, Ms. Barnes. That is yet another violation. I know. So, can we agree that working together is the best option? I don't trust you, Agent Green, and I definitely don't trust your boss. Who do you trust, Ms. Barnes? Are we done? For the moment. I'll call you next week. Goodbye, Miss Barnes. Come in. Agent Green? Ah, yes. Officer Decker. Take a seat. <clears throat> Is everything all right, sir? Have, have I done something wrong? Not at all. I just wanted to ask you about some new information that's been uncovered in the investigation. Investigation? Into patient 596E5's escape. I've been debriefed completely. Yes, I know, Officer Decker. We're not here to discuss the events on July 2nd. Okay. You were posted at Tier 5 in 2010, correct? Yes, but I covered both 4 and 5. Right. And did anything unusual happen during the nearly six years you worked on those levels? No, sir. Other than the normal kind of unusual we have here. Of course. It's just the records from patient 596's cell show that you used his comm box a good deal more than protocol dictates. I... It's not against the rules to talk to the patients, is it? Not explicitly, no. But it is frowned upon, especially in the higher tiers. You patrolled those floors for years. You know how dangerous some of those people can be. Mark wasn't dangerous. Still... It's important that we leave the patient interactions to the professionals, isn't it? Yes, sir. Not that I'm around any patients anymore. I know that being stationed at the main doors is probably not as exciting as your previous position, but you understand why it was necessary. I didn't help him escape. I know that, Officer Decker. I experienced Damien's powers firsthand. There's nothing that any of us could have done. What did you talk about? W with Damien? He didn't say more than a few words to me. No, with Mark. Oh, I, I don't know. Just normal stuff. Small talk. He was nice. And did you share any information with him about the AM and its employees? Uh, no, 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 of course not. Officer Decker, I need you to be... I'm sorry, Officer Decker. We'll have to pick this up at a later point. A new patient has just arrived. Sure thing, Agent Green. But I promise, I didn't tell him anything. It was just two guys trying to pass the time. I wouldn't do anything to jeopardize my job or my colleagues. Wonderful. Now, I have to get up to intake and you need to get back to your post. Hello, Miss Atkinson. I'm Agent Green. Yes, I think we spoke on the phone. Hello. Uh, do you need anything, Miss Atkinson? Water? No, I'm fine. And you can call me Rose. Wonderful. Then, uh, then you can call me Owen. Why don't we sit? How are you feeling today, Rose? A little nervous, if I'm honest. That's perfectly normal. Now, I know we've gone through everything on the phone, but do you have any questions? Um, what happens first? Well, 
once I'm done with all your intake forms, we'll take you over to our medical wing where you'll get a, a quick physical. Then we'll show you to your room where you can get settled in before dinner. You won't be doing much this weekend, just meeting our other patients, getting to know our counselors. Then on Monday, you'll start with some individual and some group therapy, and then you'll start doing workshops to help learn control. What if, what if I fall asleep during one of the sessions? That is perfectly all right. Most of the folks in our tier one program are like you. Their abilities aren't so disruptive as to be dangerous, but they all want to learn a little bit more control so they can live their lives to the fullest. No one will think anything about your ability occasionally getting the better of you. Even, even the best atypicals have their off days. But what if I go into someone else's dream by mistake? They'll hate me. We've given you your own room to try and help with that. Your dreamwalking is conditional on proximity, correct? Yeah, but I've gone into my brother's dreams and my parents and even my neighbors. Your neighbors? Really? Do you know what your reach's upper limit is? No. Well, that's something we can help you discover, if you want. I'm... Um, I'm not sure. Your brother did this program, yes? He did Tier 2, I think. I don't know the difference, though. Tier 2 is just longer. He was here for... Two months. Right, and you're signed up for three weeks, correct? Yes. My ability isn't as strong as his. He's telepathic, and the voices were really bad when they first started, so my parents sent him here right away. And when he was done? He was so much better. Well, he reads my thoughts now, which is annoying, but that's <laughs> life with my family, I guess. My brother reads my mind, my dad moves things without touching them, and my mom predicts the future. A fine example of Class A genetics, if, if you don't mind me saying. Thank you, I guess. <laughs> so, every member of your family has benefited from this program, correct? Well, my mom isn't the biggest fan, to be honest. She said you guys weren't that helpful to her. Between you and me, the AM hasn't really figured out how to deal with precognates yet. I think your mom was a little bit too cool for them. <laughs> she certainly seemed to think so. You must feel lucky to come from a family that understands what you're going through. Yeah, I do. I'm not sure any other family would have even figured it out. For a long time, we thought I just had narcolepsy. And, well, maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe that's something you guys will be able to figure out? We will certainly be keeping an eye on it. Uh, but atypical biology is a little different, so we might not be able to get a definitive diagnosis. Yeah, that's what my dad said. They were scared to take me to a doctor when I first started falling asleep in case the brain scan showed something a normal doctor couldn't explain, but then I showed up in my brother's dream and I could talk to him and, well, they figured they should probably send me here. And we are very glad to have you, Rose. You're going to learn a lot about yourself in the next couple of weeks. Some of it might be frightening, but some of it is going to be amazing. You just have to trust us. I can do that. Wonderful. Now. Let's get started on this questionnaire, shall we? Dr. Bright's office, Sarah speaking. Hello, Sarah. It's Agent Green. May I speak with Dr. Bright, please? She's currently with a patient, Agent Green. Would you like to leave a message? Sarah, it's after 5. She never sees patients after 5. Unless... Unless she has a new patient that you haven't told us about? No, no, no. Then may I please speak with her? I'm sorry, Agent Green. She's busy. You'll have to call back later. Sarah! Hello? 
Hello, Dr. Bright. How are you? I thought I told you to call my office Agent Green, not myself. I just tried your office, Dr. Bright, and your assistant was very unhelpful to me. Yes, she's wonderful that way. Dr. Bright? Why are you calling, Agent Green? I'm simply checking in. Oh, excuse me, I'm getting another call. I'll have to ring you back. Dr. Bright, this will only take a moment. Please? <sighs> Fine. What can I do for you? I'm just calling for your standard weekly report. I thought that was Wadsworth's job now. Director Wadsworth is very busy this week. I'm taking uh, over a few of her responsibilities. Good Lord. Did she demote you all the way to her assistant? I'm just helping out. No. You're helping her play mind games with me. Don't you remember doing this when I worked there? When she was mad at me or when she needed to tell me something unpleasant, she would go through you. No one can get angry at good old Agent Green. I think you've managed on that front just fine, Dr. Bright. I promise I'm not playing mind games. I know you're not, but she is. I thought your sessions together were going quite well. Is that what she told you? She said you helped out with one of her patients, an empath who's been having a hard time adjusting to their ability. Well, I didn't... I didn't speak to the patient. I just... I made some suggestions. As you know, I've been working with an empath myself. Well, apparently, Director Wadsworth took your suggestions to heart. The patient has been doing much better, and they're going to be released at the end of next week. Oh. Well, I'm glad to hear that. You always were better than Wadsworth at the people part of the job, you know. Are you? Wait, did you just badmouth one of your superiors? Mm, she wasn't always one of my superiors. Well, I suppose she wasn't. So, uh, any new patients? No. I haven't exactly had an abundance of free time, what with having to come into the AM every other week. Right. Have you heard from your brother? I assume you know if I had. For the last time, Joan, we have not tapped your phones. As far as you know, how much do you think Wadsworth really shares with you, Agent Green? It wasn't always like this, was it? This distrust between the three of us? This isn't a personal call, is it? No, no, of course not. But I just thought now, with Mark being out... And... That that would, what, change things? Look, what is it with you and Ellie that you think you can just snap your fingers and we can go back to how it was? You can't just wish your wrongdoings undone, Owen. Neither can you, Joan. You haven't called me Owen for quite a long time. It... It slipped out. Hmm. She's really getting to you, isn't she? Ugh, you know what she's like. She makes the AM seem like the answer to everything. No. No, she doesn't do that. That's my job. She makes it seem like she's the answer to everything. And you always admired her more than you should have. Well, I clearly made a lot of poor personal decisions during my time at the AM. They didn't seem that way at the time. Hindsight is everything, Agent Green. Don't you miss us? Even a little? How can you still work there, Owen? After everything they've done, after everything you've seen, how on earth can you still think you're doing good work? Because I am doing good work, Joan. It's not perfect, but you need to break eggs to make an omelet. I do not miss your platitudes, that's for certain. And at the end of the day, I think the good we do far outweighs any harm that may occur. Not everyone gets to live happy, productive lives, Joan. If we can help the majority of people achieve something close to a good, healthy life, it's worth it even if it's at the cost of a few. I don't like it any more than you do, and I do everything I can to ensure that no one is harmed, but sometimes things happen. Sometimes they need to happen. It's, 
natural selection. It, it isn't pretty, but it's the way it works. I, I don't think I have a response to that. Well, that's a first. Your beliefs are as unswayable as ever, I see. You used to like my unswayable beliefs. Is there anything else that you needed, Agent Green? No, Dr. Brain. No. <clears throat> that will be all. Agent Green speaking. Green, it's Wadsworth. I'm sorry I didn't come to see you before the end of the day. I can come up to your office if it's more convenient. No, I'm already in my car. I've left for the day. But I wanted to make sure that you have everything set for the weekend. Yes, I do. I was just about to lock up and do a final round through the tiers before heading home for the night. Good. How was the new patient today? Good. Nervous at first, but she settled in very well. I heard you spent the entire afternoon with her. Yes, I did. Uh, I wanted to make sure she was comfortable. As I said, she was nervous. They're and... always nervous, Green. You don't have to hold their hands. It's protocol to do the intake questionnaire and then pass them off to the medical and hospitality staff. You know this. Yes. And yet, this is not the first time I've had to talk to you about giving new patients the grand tour. It helps them settle in better. If they've already talked to me on the phone, then I'm the familiar presence. The physical and the doctors and the other patients aren't so overwhelming. Maybe if we got a decorator to come in and make the wards more welcoming... I've told you before that is a useless and unnecessary expense. We're not a spa retreat. I know that. But there have been studies that show links between environment and the effectiveness of therapy. Now, forgive me, Director, but your focus isn't psychology... Neither and... is yours, Agent Green. You are an administrator. You would do well to remember that. Of course. <laughs> Look, we'll talk more about this next week, okay? If you can find some space in the budget, it can be a conversation. Thank you, Director. But no more buddying up to the patients. Do your job, and then pass them off. They are not your pets. I know that, Director. They are human beings. I am simply attempting to treat them as such. Of course, Agent Green. I have to go. My nephew is here. Goodbye, Director. Goodbye, Green. I'll see you on Monday. Hey, Annabelle. Hey, Adam. How are you? Wonderful. Episode 30 was written and directed by Lauren Shippen and produced by Misha Stanton. The voice of Agent Green is Ian McEwen. You also heard Alex Marshall-Brown as Director Wadsworth, Lauren Shippen as Sam, Ren Beeler as Charlie Decker, Alana Fox as Rose, Elizabeth Laird as Sarah, and Julia Morizawa as Dr. Bright. Our music is composed and performed by Evan Cunningham. The original Bright theme was written by Lauren Shippen. To hear all of the music and for other bonus content, please visit thebrightsessions.com and follow us on Tumblr and on Twitter at Bright Podcast. And while you're on our website, make sure to click the merch button on the top right to check out our t-shirts, tote bags, and mugs. The Bright Sessions would like to thank Anna Laurie, Elizabeth and Matthew Harrington, Ken Hertz, Oswaldo Rossi, and Authentic. The Bright Sessions will return on January 11th with episode 31. Until then, thanks for listening and stay strange.